Welcome to Gunner Trash episode 386, Green Arrow! My name is Eric. Hi, I'm Jason. This, uh, I guess, Green Arrow Volume 1? Um, it's the first solo series, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So what year was this character created? Like, 60s? Green Arrow? Yeah. Like, 40s. 40s. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, this is from the 80s, though. Yes, it is. This is, like, a full generation of people later. Yeah, pretty That's much. Crazy. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah, Green Arrow started out as a, uh, pretty much a straight up Batman ripoff. And it was Kirby, right? Uh, not initially, but okay. Kirby did, uh, do a lot of Green Arrow stuff in the, like, I believe, 50s? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, had an arrow cave and an arrow plane. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, and he was a millionaire and, uh, he had a boy sidekick. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Speedy. I didn't know he was a millionaire. Oh, I guess he was, yeah. Rich, yeah. Yeah, he was rich. Which, it's, it's weird that you didn't know that because that is an incredibly important part of this book. Well, yeah. The well, fact that he was rich. But this is a different Green Arrow, right? It's the same guy. Is it? Yeah. Guy? Oliver Queen. Yeah. Oliver Queen. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, origin changed slightly here and there, but, you know, same guy. So, I don't know if I've ever read a Green Arrow comic. Really? Before this. Like, I've read, you know, some some 80s DC books that had him in it. Probably sure. Justice League or World's Finest or something. Right. But Brave and the Bold, maybe. But, um, yeah. I don't know if I've ever read his own book. Yeah. Not, not even the Kevin Smith run from 2000-ish? No. Not, 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 as, not as much of a Kevin Smith fan as you are? I, I like Kevin Smith, actually. I, I, <laughs> I've only ever read his Daredevil comics, and I didn't really like those. Because they were bad. But he's not a good comic creator. He's yeah. a very bad comic book writer. He's not even that great of a filmmaker. I, I like his These movies. are my hot takes on Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I like his movies, but yeah. I like three of his movies. Uh, Godfather 1, 2, and 3. Yep. Yeah. Especially number three. Yeah. So, so it is a golden age character. Yep. Um, did he ever cease being public? Because I honestly don't know if, was he published like all the time or was there like a 60s era where he was not published? I mean, he joined the Justice League at some point, so he was part of that team. And he wasn't in like, like the Brave and the Bold where they fought Starro and all that. Uh, no, he joined later. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, he was not the, he, I think he was like the first new recruit of the Justice that. League, basically. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, he, uh, and yeah, he never had his own solo title. He was always in like adventure comics or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah Brave and the Bold, maybe. Uh, I'm sure he probably appeared in Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Brave and the Bold was mostly a Batman team up title. Yeah. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Although there was. Was he the Bold or was he the Brave? Batman? Yeah. Uh, I believe he was the Bold. Okay. And the Brave was anyone who had the guts to team up with Batman. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although, ironically, uh, Green Arrow made numerous appearances on the Brave and the Bold cartoon. Yeah. 
and uh, there was a Brave and the Bold miniseries from the 80s featuring Green Arrow, The Question, and uh, Scalp Hunter? Oh, yeah. Uh, that was that was in the uh, the uh, let's make everything dark and gritty days. Uh, and Scalp Hunter. Yeah, I remember Scalp Hunter, but he was. I like, don't. He was. Like, I even own that series. Hey, we've got some older comics that have him in it. Okay, like, probably like early seventies or something. But, you know. And my work, not in my collection. No, of course not, because as you've already mentioned you don't like Green Arrow. <laughs> I don't say I didn't like him. <laughs> I actually quite enjoyed his character in this series. Yeah. Like he was he was a pretty pretty interesting dude. I'm uh I am a long time Green Arrow fan. Uh and I think I've only recently figured out why. Um because I mean, for some reason I do have a fascination with like characters who use bow and arrow. Right. Like, I love Hawkeye from Marvel, uh, Shaft from Youngblood, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, uh, or any other version of Robin Hood we can think of. All right. Uh, I do enjoy them all. Arrow from The Protectors. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yes, that is a comic that I own. Uh,. But uh, and and I really got into Green Arrow when I started reading uh, like some of the Mike Grell stuff, like Longbow Hunters yeah. and uh, the Volume Two of Green Arrow, uh, the the ongoing series. Uh, but recently, I've been very nostalgic for uh, you know some of the first comics that I ever owned. Oh yeah, I've noticed that. And uh, two of the oldest comics. Two of the comics that I've owned for the longest amount of time, like from when I was a kid, right. that I still have. Same copies. Same copies. Because my mom threw away a lot of shit as I was growing up, but somehow I managed to grab onto those two books. And they are Detective Comics number 528 and Detective Comics number 530. And. Green Arrow had recently started appearing in backups in those comics. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I had always had those Green Arrow comics. And uh, I think that was probably when, you know, that just sort of made an imprint on me. Right. Oh, like, yeah. like not as like fast as, like, you know, Batman did. Right. But, like, like, definitely a subtle imprint. Right. Yeah. You just remember him. He was like, he was always there. Right. Yeah. 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 But what happened to 529? You skipped it? Uh, I don't know. I literally only just purchased that like two weeks ago. <laughs> Did you read it? Huh? Was it good? I haven't read, read it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't read comics. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a, it's a pure old pastime. <laughs> uh, so, in the height of my Green Arrow is awesome collecting days back in like probably the 90s. Uh, I wound up buying this miniseries. Uh, From 1983. 1983. So, pretty close around the time when I uh, uh, had those detective issues. Right. Actually, I think this is after? Yeah, it is. Or before, I'm sorry. So this came out before those comics. Huh. 
so I guess he went from this to being a backup and uh, huh. yeah, a detective. So they were like, let's give him a miniseries, and then you know, right. not a, not an ongoing, right? Yeah. Not quite, somewhere. not quite there yet. Yeah. Uh, which is too bad because I really enjoyed this series. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Uh, Mike Barr. Yep. Trevor Von Eden and Dick Giordano. Yep. Yeah. Good, uh, good crew. Very good crew. It's a solid bullpen. Uh, I would just like to say that Trevor Von Eden is vastly underrated as an artist. Mm-hmm. He is fucking amazing. He does have one too many E's in his last name. He does have an excessive amount of E's. There's in three of them in there. Yeah. I mean, if he was playing Wheel of Fortune... And you bought an E and an answer was Trevor Van Eden, you'd be doing well. Yeah, yeah. You get your money's worth. <laughs> I mean, if, if the word Trevor's in there, you got four right, right there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he is. He's real good. Yeah. What else has he done? Because I know the name, but he is the co-creator of Black Lightning. Okay. Or, as it's I believe credited in the television program. Uh, Creator of Black Lightning is Tony Isabella with Trevor Vaughn. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's drew the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got kind of like, it's real stylistic. It's like Bill Sienkiewicz, only not as kooky. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like a little bit of Simonson or something. I don't know. He's got, like, yeah, it's real expressive. He plays around with uh, shapes a lot and shadows and, uh,. He's just amazing at framing things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good, great layouts on every, right? every page, every splash page. And then, uh, so when I started reading this, uh, I saw the splash page on uh, page three of the first issue. And, oh, yeah. And uh, I was like, I wonder what the original to that looks like. And it is... Stunning. Oh, you found the original? Yes. Was it here in the office? Yes. <laughs> I just had to look up in my files. Yeah. Just, everything's such a clutter. Yeah. So the page we're looking at here is a, it's like a splash page of a green arrow, like kind of in shock and surprise because he's just seen something. Or no, no, he's, he's illuminated from behind. Yeah. He's not shocked or surprised. He's yeah. shocking and surprising others. That, that is exactly what he is doing. And it's really cool because there's like, this crazy light illumination kind of going from behind and yeah. a lot of shadows. And a lot of shadows, lots of just great line work and detail. It is weird, though. I did notice when I read this page, it's funny that you took away a positive thing and I took away a negative thing. Oh. When I saw it, I was like, oh, because there's, there's like... Because you thought he was shocked? <laughs> no. No, because there's that big, giant, awesome image and then there's like an inset panel. And on one of the images... Uh, Green Arrow has no eyeballs and the other one he does and that's the first thing I noticed I was like why does he look so different and it took me a second to I was like why does he look like a different guy because at first I thought this inset panel was somebody else's face right Um, because he has a completely different expression and eyeballs (laughs) so I was I was confused for a second well fair I guess (laughs) I think that happens throughout though just he loses eyeballs and Game sideboard. Kind of the shape of the mask changes. Trevor Von Eden don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. He's just doing it. 
He's like, on this panel, it looks like you'd like, be cool without eyeballs. Fuck you. I'm Trevor Von Eden. I got four E's in my name. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wonder if he's doing anything anymore. I don't know, because I, I, rec- I recognize the name, but I honestly couldn't place him. But I was like, I feel like I've seen something that he's done or read something over the years, but I, I haven't. Looked him up to see what else he may yeah. have done that I've read, but yeah, he's real solid. Oh yeah, uh, and I mean, you know, so obviously I've read this book before, and it's probably been twenty years, whatever, uh, maybe longer, twenty-five. I'd say probably closer to twenty-five. Wow, uh, and I've been wanting to reread this for a while, and I remember enjoying it back then, uh, and I still really did enjoy it this time around too uh but i think the art this time around was was the real winner for me like like maybe when you're younger you were just kind of like reading it as a story but now uh over the years seeing all this art you know you're appreciating yeah the the level of skill involved exactly i think yeah uh i mean because even back then you know i was into comic arts but yeah, you know, twenty five years ago, fifteen years old. You know, I would definitely say this was not exactly the type of art that would just appeal to me. Yeah, it's not super flashy, right? But but he is doing a lot of flashy stuff in there. It's subtle flashy though. Yeah, it's, it's like designy flashy. Not, yeah, not really yeah. like it's not like giant bombastic fight scene right. panels or whatever. Uh, I mean, so yeah, so so I definitely appreciate. The artistry of it, you know, more now than I did back then. But you know, I still enjoyed it back then. I just, you know, you know, I was still really into like Rob Liefeld and stuff back right. then. Oh, which, can you imagine how great this would have been if Liefeld was around? So much better. Yeah, he's only got one E in his name. That's true. Two. Well, yeah, but the other one's hidden behind a cloud of smoke. You can't see it. There's a giant pouch on top of it. <laughs> but this is great. It really is. It really is beautiful. I'm just flipping through it right now. There's like every, like every page. I'm like, wow, that would be a great piece of original art, like just on your wall, right? <clears throat> I wonder. Uh, I wonder how expensive a piece of Trevor Von Eden art would be. I know, this, right? right? It seems like he's not really. You know, it's yeah. not like Jim Lee or somebody who everybody's talking about all the time. Right? right. I mean, hey, anybody out there, you want to find me a piece of original art from this Green Arrow series? I would gladly accept it. You'll take it? Yeah, gladly. Free of charge. Take it right off your hands. Yes. So what's the story about? So it's a mystery. I love a good Cause mystery. Because I don't know. <laughs> you didn't read it. You just got, you were looking at all the art. <laughs> So Oliver Queen, uh, so I didn't know the origin of Oliver Queen oh, like, as he became okay. Green Arrow, and then I read this and I was like, oh, that's interesting. He was like, supposedly, like, not even like a fit athletic dude at all, even though he looked like a totally fit athletic dude. Sure. And he gets like washed up on an island, like uh, castaway style. Yeah. And he befriends this uh, volleyball named Speedy. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets addicted to her? Who gets addicted to 
It's a it's a terrible terrible disease. Even volleyballs are getting it. Um, no, so he gets stranded on this island, and he what's he do? Uh, well, basically, he has to learn archery in order to survive. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, he, yeah, that's that's probably a good reason to learn archery. Yeah. If you're trapped on an island, you want to stab some animals, and right? Fish. Yep. Uh, then uh, yeah, then he eventually gets rescued. Uh, and they've changed his origin over the years, you know. But basically, it starts out with you know. Rich playboy getting washed up on an island, learning to survive, and then eventually, like drug dealers, you know, get involved or whatever. Uh, so, sir, heroin to, to Speedy, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or if you watch the television program Arrow, he's actually only on the island for like six months, and then he like travels the world and uh, basically is a Green Arrow, like in Russia. Oh, okay. That show is so bad. It's I, not good. I, I forgot, honestly. Like, it didn't even <laughs> enter my mind that it's the same character. Yeah. Because that show, I've, I've only seen, like, four episodes ever, and they were just excruciating, all four of them. Like, I was like, how can we watch this? This is bad. It's not great. Uh, I watch it every week. <laughs> wow, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. It's bad. It's, it's so bad. super not good. Yeah. But, boy, I can't stop. Wow. Uh, it's dangerous. Yeah, it's yeah. A dangerous game. I will. I will say this. Occasionally, it'll cross over with the Flash, and it's uh, a little becomes better. super good. See, I watched the Flash a few years ago. I watched the whole season, and uh, Arrow showed up for some of those. And I was like, oh great! Right, right. Like every episode that he was on, I was like, oh jeez, <clears throat> it's just a bummer. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's uh, he's just a real bummer. And yeah, to be fair, like both versions of the character just have so little in common. Oh yeah, it's so different. Just name. So different. Yeah. yeah. Like I forgot that it was the same character. Yeah. Uh and even even though the show takes more from like the Mike Grell sort of take of Green Arrow, uh even that is still just so different. It's really yeah. uh, diminished. Yeah. But yeah, this is a mystery because uh uh a, a very rich lady uh, passed away that's friends with Mr. Oliver Queen. Yep. And, uh... He, Ollie, to his friend. Ollie. Um, and so he shows up to the, the will reading, and surprisingly, she leaves him some stuff. Pretty much, like, uh, most of her money and, uh, the company that she and her husband, uh, ran. Much to the disappointment of the remaining family members that are there. Yep. And, uh... Well, it turns out that uh, the old lady uh, possibly was murdered, and uh, Ollie begins to suspect that most likely one of the family members did it. Right. And uh, so he he then has to figure out uh, what happens, and in order to do that, he, uh, even though he he used to be rich and he no longer is, uh, he's discovered that he prefers life uh, without money. And so he has to uh, give in and uh, take all this money again and uh, be rich again. Ah. He's got some what real, a dilemma. He's real, real first world problems there. It's, it's, I can't sit down with all this money in my wallet. <laughs> it, is a, it is a very, very white privilege uh, right. sort of uh, <laughs> character. <laughs> Abigail Horton. What's your name? I believe so. Of, of, so he inherits Tim Horton's restaurant. His, 
her husband Tim, who passed away. They're basically what it is is uh, the family. They're trying to figure out the secret of Tim bits, right? <laughs> like someone, someone out there was murdering people for the for the recipe, and Ollie has to figure out what it is. Exactly. No, that's not it. Uh, no, eventually we learned that uh, the, the, the whole mystery revolves around uh, basically oil conglomerates. What? Which uh, is, of course, completely ridiculous fiction that an oil company would just be underhanded and, right? and like causing, causing murders. And right, yeah. It's so out there. I was thinking. Who what, out there? What's that oil company in the Marvel Universe? Roxxon? Roxxon. Yeah, yeah, Neil, I had never heard of that. And Neil was just telling me about that at the last comic show. And uh, how like they, they were like figuring into some stories now. And yeah, yeah. Roxxon. Yeah, it's great. It's a great name. Because you know, it's like Exxon. What? It's Roxxon. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Uh... Yeah, and then, uh, so he gets on the trail of, of, uh, the murder. He's, you know, finding things out and uncovering a vast conspiracy. And, uh, and winds up running into a, uh, super villain. Yeah, which uh, was super cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Who, uh, back. So, again, read this 25 years ago. Uh, reading it now. Uh, different experience. Different experience because I totally thought Count Vertigo was in pretty much the entire series and like he had a, like a major role to play. Right. He's in one issue. Yeah. But in some really sweet panels. Oh, it's yeah. Really no, it's trippy, fantastic. It's like really psychedelic, uh, yeah, psychedelic panels because yeah. he gives Green Arrow Vertigo. Yeah. And not only is he, you know, busy, but he's kind of seeing like hallucinations and they, uh, so, I mean, obviously, they made quite an impact with the character that I thought. Yeah. He was in so much of it that, you know, again, he was really only in issue two. And it was like eight pages, maybe. Right, yeah, maybe. yeah. Like, like, to the point where I was like, well, Count Vertigo, he's a Green Arrow villain. Yeah. He's like his arch nemesis. <laughs> I guess this is in the beginning of issue three. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, even to the point when, you know, again, the Arrow television program introduced a Count Vertigo. Oh, did they really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Well, like, naturally. Well, yeah. yeah. It's like having the Joker on uh, Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is something, too, about this series. So, it's a four-issue series. Yeah. And every issue, they go back through the entire plot that you may have missed if you didn't read the first issue. Yeah. And it's like, really? Like, Really? Every issue is somebody's first. Yeah, it's true, but I mean, like, there's like an entire page that recaps, and it like it's not like a subtle recapping to it. It's like, okay, readers, here's the entire story yep. so far, and it's like in, in the story. It's not like in a little prologue or something. I mean, you know, you also gotta kind of give them props for being able to do that within one page. Well, it makes you realize it should have just been a one issue, one shot with issue four. <laughs> All he needs is issue four, and you have the whole story. <laughs> so for a time crunch, next time, uh, just read the fourth issue. Next time I, I read a miniseries, I'm just going to read the last issue. Like, hey, if you can't sum it up and get me the all what I need in issue six, 
<laughs> Fuck you, Jeff Lemire. Uh, so yeah, so comics 35 years ago were different. They were different, yeah. <laughs> I would say, you know, not necessarily always worse or better, just, just no. different. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I know I, I, I actually kind of appreciated that because if I would have been reading this book monthly as someone my age, I do forget things oh, a lot. Oh, yeah, all the time. Like, I kind of wish they did do that more often now, but I actually read all four of these in one not sitting because I was actually laying with, I was laying on the couch with a cat asleep on my belly while yeah. I read every issue. It was awesome. Yeah, it sounds awesome. So I read them all. I read them all in a fucking hotel office. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, re- reading them back to back now, like yeah, you can point to those pages and say, like, "Well, that's excessive." Yeah, but yeah, if, if it was monthly, I'd have been like, "Awesome! Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Please, more. Do that more often." Right. Like, I read Paper Girls, and that book is just, there's so much going on in there. Sometimes I pick up an issue, and I'm like, like, one comes out next week, and it's been, like, three months since there's been an issue. Right. So I'm going to be like, what, what now? <laughs> I can't remember. That's why I only read that book in trades. That's that's a good trade read. Yeah, but, but I, yeah, I like reading as it comes out. Speaking of trades, this book has never been collected. Ever? Ever. You collected all four. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm the only one. <laughs> Not even Trevor Von Eden. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't have room for it in his house because there's just too many E's. And he's like, I got no room for this shit. I got E's in there. <laughs> oh, God, we're idiots. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so, and we, we, we do keep talking a lot about Trevor Von Eden and his letters, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, Mike W. Bard does a pretty good job with this, too. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. It's really well paced and everything. No, he is the... No, that's Mike Barron I'm thinking of. Never mind. Oh, the Badger guy? Uh, Nexus. But oh, yeah. He also, I guess, yeah. did Badger, too. Yeah. He's also a super conservative now, too. Oh, Bars. Barron. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, I was getting them confused. I thought that... Bar was barren. Right. And that he was a super conservative, but writing Green Arrow 40 years ago, you know, who was a super liberal. Oh, right. Yeah. That would have been weird. Yeah, yeah. But different guy. Different guy. Mike, that. I don't but, know what Mike Barr is doing lately. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I know he had, a, he had a run on Detective for a while. He did uh, Year Two with uh, Alan Davis and Todd McFarlane. Oh, yeah, but that was like. Ladies, yeah, a long time. Yeah, that was, long. that was good though. Yeah, that was good stuff. Um, there's so if I had to say anything negative about this book, um, because I'm usually not a negative guy, but if I notice something negative, I will point it out. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's very, very slight and very nitpicky, but there was more than one time in this book where I read the word balloons out of order. Um, because they were presented in a way that you would naturally read them out of order. Yes, I that that did happen quite a few times. Uh, I agree with you entirely. Yeah. And who's so whose fault is that? Is that uh, like back then? Was that like? Because I know now they kind of digitally put in the letters, but back then it was kind of like there in the artwork usually. Right. Like they drew the word balloons in. Um, I would. Uh, and sometimes they pasted them in, but well, sure. But I would still say that it was. Post the artwork, 
some uh pencils. So I don't know. I as much as we've been praising him, I would have to actually blame Trevor Von Eaton. It could have been him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for just there there are a couple of layouts where it's just confusing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like his layouts look great, but there's a couple times where maybe the story gets kind of bogged down for a second, right? Because of the voice layout. Yeah. But that's like a nitpicky thing, because like even like after like one second, I'm like, oh, okay, it was that balloon goes first. Yeah, even though, yeah. It's, even though it's lower on the page or whatever. But you are right, though. It does happen a few times, and and, and it is irritating when it happened, but not enough. So like make me hate everything, but, right? Yeah, know, just, yeah. It didn't ruin anything. It just like it just kind of <clears throat> um, broke the pace of of the, of the read, right? Which is not ideal. But yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking at them now. There's just some great looking pages in there. Yeah. So okay, so Mike Barr also wrote Camelot three thousand. Oh yeah, Camelot. Uh, it is written. Pretty much fucking everything. Really? Uh, did a lot of Malibu and Ultraverse stuff. Huh. Okay. Uh, mostly Mantra, it looks like. Uh, quite a bit of uh, some Marvel books. Mostly just short stuff, though. DC seems to be his primary home. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of outsiders uh, throughout the 90s even. And a couple of things in the 2000s. Hmm. Yeah, I've never really followed his career. Like, I'm sure I've read some of his Batman then. Because I've read just a million Batman comics. But... Read Year 2, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, the, what was that one? Uh, Full Circle? The, the, the Reaper? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <coughs> so, yeah, he's, he's, he's done some stuff. He's been around. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was pretty, pretty cool. I don't want to spoil the ending. No. no. Yeah. But the mystery is solved. The mystery is solved, yeah. Uh, Green Arrow does some Green Arrow-y stuff. Yeah, a lot of archery. Yeah, yeah. He uh, shoots that arrow. Black Canary, of course, shows up, because you can't have a Green Arrow comic without Black right. Canary. I always forget that her disguise is that she's actually a brunette. <laughs> and she wears a... Like, that's so much better than... just like It's like the Clark Kent glasses for women, you know? It's like... Oh, it's a different hair. Because I know when I come home and my wife's dyed her hair, I'm like, Who are you? What are you doing in the house? <laughs> and she has to, like, calm me down by putting her old school wig on. Like, she keeps a wig that looks like whatever her previous haircut was. The, the hair that the, you met her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay, it's you. Yeah. Yeah. So she's in there. Anybody else in there? Kind of trying to remember. There's uh, no Batman or Superman. Or Batman gets name checked once or twice, but uh, really, really? Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, Batman does, uh, just because uh, you know, all he has to figure out a mystery, but he's no detective. Oh, that's right. I did, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That. I thought you meant like they were like, hey, maybe we can call Batman. No, no. Uh, yeah, no. This is this is pretty much Ollie Solo. Doing his thing, uh, yeah. It's it's a real solid comic. It's just it's fun. Uh, it's 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 
here, but still takes itself seriously. Uh, you know, and it's it's you know you you read this and and you wonder how uh, how the fuck they could turn this into a show like Arrow. Right, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's so so different. <laughs> Uh, he's got his classic costume with the uh, the Robin Hood hat. Oh, and the, the uh, pony goatee. Pony goatee. Yeah. The the Neil Adams designed costume. Yeah. Neil Adams was a good once. Oh, he was great. Yeah, yeah, I think he was great. Like, I mean, a lot of people kind of lose a little of their gusto over the years, and sure. I think he's one of them. But but you know what? He's done so much great stuff. It's it's kind of hard to like make fun of him now because you're oh, just yeah. like. Like, it's not as good as what he used to do, but, man, what he used to do was great. Well, I would never make fun of him for his art now. Like, mm-hmm. again, like you said, it's not as good, but, you know, that's still, you it's know, still solid. Serviceable, yeah. Yeah, and then certainly not the thing to make fun of Neil Adams. <laughs> He's got other things you can make fun of. Exactly. <laughs> do some research. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Google him. So... One aspect that I actually really love about reading old comics is the ads. The ads are great. <laughs> yep. Lots of toys and, like, candy. And yep. Video games. Oh, so, video games were just dots on screen. And there's a game called The Predator. I've never heard of it, but there's... It's on the back cover, maybe. The, oh, I think oh, it's like... Is, yeah. I think there's an ad for this game in every issue. In a different, different <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's a BMX, like... Oh no, it's not a game. It's BMX accessories. I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was like a Space Invaders style game. That's what it looks like. Yeah, all, yeah. I don't fault you for thinking. There's that. not even a wheel on this ad. Nope, <laughs> let alone a bike. It's like a picture <laughs> of a monster in outer space, and it says Predator. Yep. and it's for bike accessories. And it's a full page ad. It's not like they had a quarter of a page and they well put something eye catching. They had an entire page of a comic, and there's not even the <laughs> wheel of a bicycle in this ad. Yep. I read this ad four different times, and I thought it was for a video game. <laughs> you said it, and I totally believed it, because <laughs> that's obviously not for yeah. a bike. Nope. It's a Schwinn bicycle thing. Like, honestly, like because you just turned to the page where the ad was, and as you're describing the video game that it is, <laughs> I'm sitting here reading the headline of it that says, High-Tech BMX Accessories, and I still believe you that it was a video game. <laughs> right. Right. It totally looks like one. But yeah, now they're like, what, like, it's like Axe Body Spray and, right. like, and like, Honda. Uh, yeah, like cars and, you know, get your taxes done. And, they still do video games, but they're like, you know, PS4 games. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the, the old ads are so much better. Oh, yeah. 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 TSR, there's a lot of TSR. This uh, Star Frontiers one, like, and, and like, like, I saw that and just was taken back for oh. Yeah, about thirty-five years. Because forty years ago, I was. You weren't born yet. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 a nice, it's a cool experience to go back and reread some of the stuff in like original form and like the uh, newsprint paper and the the old ass ads. Like I would love to see this, like you know, in a more sturdy edition, but yeah, it's it's. Perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a little faded. All right. Of course, the, the if they did reprint it, it would be on glossy paper. Yeah, I know. Like, there's something about this this like kind of matte look to the in the soft color that they yeah. they had that's just it's just hard to beat. 
I wish I wish more reprints were on that paper. Oh, that'd be great. Glossy can go fuck itself. I know. I don't you don't like glossy paper. I don't either. It's like a glare, you can't read it right. anywhere. Oh, it's shiny. Digitally, I'm fine with, but, you know, glossy, I can't do. Mm. Glossy paper is inferior to a glossy screen. Yeah, it's true. I don't even like reading digitally, but I'd probably rather do memes. Right. Well, I, you know, I've got a, got a phone. phone. Yeah, yeah. Just phone. Yeah, reading comics on the phone, man, know, it's right? awful. Oh, that sounds terrible. I am a proponent of, of digital comics, but phone reading <laughs> is terrible. I'd rather have someone call me on a rotary phone and describe each panel <laughs> than actually have to read it on my phone. I would. Uh, and there's an old school letters column. Oh, it's here. great. Yeah, I always look to see if there's a... Anyone you recognize? Yeah, I didn't see anything in here. Um, yeah. And then there's a Rick Pope, maybe. Oh. Ooh. Uh, turn the page to the inside back cover. There. Oh, that's great. Uh, I got to that, and I took a picture of it and sent it to our friend Matt Brassfield <laughs> and said, which one of these do you have? <laughs> and he said, the Wolfman? Oh! You've seen it then. <laughs> no, it was just a guess. <laughs> there's a monogram uh, uh, models incorporated ad on the back where they have Frankenstein, Mummy, Dracula, and Wolfman model hits. I love these ads. They are so good. Yeah, and I wanted those so bad when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but never had one. Oh. Yeah, maybe not. Look them up on eBay. Anybody wants to buy me one of those <laughs> along with a Trevor Von Eden original art page, I will gladly take like that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Full page Tron uh, Atari ad on the back of in the back of issue four. Oh, it's so nice. Welcome to Nostalgia the Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember that thing we like? Here it is. Yeah, what's wrong with that? That's Nothing. great. But no, yeah, so so it's not collected, but it is, I believe, available digitally. And you can probably find them in like cheap back issue bins. Most likely. Because I don't think this is like a sought after series. Not really. Sadly it's enough. It's not the first appearance of Count, Count Vertigo, is it? No, it's not the first appearance. Well, I guess maybe it's the first appearance of Abigail Horton. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, yeah. <laughs> no one cares about that. Uh, uh, not one tiny tidbit. Nope. Uh, it's definitely not the first appearance of Green Arrow. Uh, so it's an overlooked little classic, I think. Uh, I think I think it's definitely well worth a read. If Comixology is having a Green Arrow sale, try to find them. Yeah, because they're good. Yep. And again, you could probably pick them up in a dollar bin somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, although I've honestly never seen these. Uh, other than, but then again, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, well, I own this. So, so you don't really look for yeah. it, right? I know we've we've had a couple of them. Like I, we had this number one on our number one wall for a little bit, and um, we occasionally see them. But honestly, like I probably wouldn't even buy them if somebody brought them in, unless it was all four of them, or if it was just number one. Because right. it's like you know, that's probably all we would ever sell is the whole thing or number one. Right. I get that too. Sadly. Yeah. But you know what? I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was very good. It was a good classic superhero story. Yeah. Back when. Like, superhero stories didn't, like, bother me. Right. Like, because like, now they're just so, like, political and, like, decompressed. So, and, like, wait a minute. Are you a comic skater? 
Keep politics out of comics? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I just want a bunch of old white people, like, just jerking each other off. <laughs> Build that wall. No, no, I just, I don't like how serious superhero books have become. Like, I'll, I'll read, like, Squirrel Girl or, you know, Silver Surfer's Grade, and, like, there's an occasional Marvel or DC superhero book that I actually really enjoy. Sure. But for the most part, I'd say 90% of what they publish, I'm just like, I mean, even there are some fun ones, like, like I'm sure, like, Miss Marvel's fun. Like, I read the first trade, and I thought it was all right, but, like, it it wasn't as, like, absurd as I like. I like I like it to be a kind of absurd. But for some reason, back in the 70s and early 80s, they weren't really absurd, but they just had, like, a different tone to them, and I enjoy that a lot more. I mostly agree. Uh, and, and even, you know, there are still some good, serious superhero books, but mm-hmm. for the most part, there's not. Like, even when we, we recently read uh, Batman White Knight, yeah. like, even that... Like, I like the artwork one million times more than the story, because sure. the story the story had a couple of fun elements, like, with the two Harlequins and stuff like that, right. but and, like, all the Batmobiles, but other than that kind of stuff, it, it was a little dry for me, like, and this didn't really have that, right. it, it kind of still had, like, you know, maybe it was, like, the mystery elements to it, like, I like a good mystery, too. Sure. So this was, this was a cool read. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, hunt it down, find it. It's, it's well worth a read. It it's should be better represented in the, uh, in the yeah. canon of Green Arrow. And honestly, seriously, like a joke aside about Trevor Von Eden, like, um, it is weird that he's not mentioned often enough in the same circle as, like, people like Walt Simonson and some, oh. some of those guys. I mean, like, 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 he is super solid and super talented. Do you think it's a longevity thing? Because, I mean, Walt Simonson is still producing. That could be, but, I mean, even, I don't know, like, even in the early 90s, you know, like, I knew who Walt Simonson was, and I didn't know who Trevor Von Eden was, right. so I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. He, he definitely should be, you know, mentioned more, yeah. for sure. Yeah, He uh, should be in the Wizard Top top 20 <laughs> artist or whatever. <laughs> top 10 artists. No, Maybe yeah. he was back in 1983. <laughs> Yeah, could have been. Yeah, green air. Yeah, solid, solid thing. Check it out. Take a break. Yeah. Room in the east, invested with meanings. Open to none but the strange and the wild. Sunset encounters with destiny's chances. Yeah. 
Never quite meet Nothing of value that hasn't yet vanished Brown-eyed and wise is the feminine face Evening sweet menace revealing inviting Highways to paradise Grey lines of grace Highways to paradise Grey lines of grace Making love in sleek or toes While life sing, sings always That love is swift arrows, my dear Torment my soul Oh, leave me alone Oh, leave me alone Oh, leave me alone Oh, leave me alone Heroes in Crisis about? I don't know. Okay. I, I've never read it, and I have read the little blurbs, like when I order it, because I order that one. Um, all I remember is uh, like there's there's like a murder in a superhero safe place, like a superhero hospital or something. Sort of, yeah. It's called The Sanctuary. The Sanctuary. And uh, I've read six issues of it, yeah, now, and uh, I don't get the fucking point of it. Yeah, and I just—is it like a fever dream, or is it like a just it goes nowhere? Just, it's going nowhere. Yeah. Like there are moments where it's okay, but like it's mostly just seeming like a mishmash of just dour crap. Oh. that's unfortunate. And, Who draws that? Uh, I don't think there's any one artist. Because Tom King writes it. Tom King writes it. I think Clay Mann did a few issues of it. I think Mitch Gerards did a few issues. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, Gerards. There's no second R. Oh. Uh, 
I don't It's just know. bad. It's just not good. Is there's how many is it? Is it eight issue thing? Nine. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, seriously, by issue six, there should be at least kind of a picture of what the fuck it's about. Right, that's your most of the way through. Right, yeah. And, uh, like, I still, I just, I don't, like, there's that. You know, you know who could save you from this conundrum? Who could save me? Batman. And he's right down the street, I think. Ah! <laughs> so I texted you a photo. <laughs> Tuesday night. Um, so I, on Tuesdays, we worked late. I mean, late compared to the other days. Sure. Like we got off at like 10 o'clock or 10.30. So I left my work. I was close to 10.30. And I was driving home. And this is like, you know, this is Dayton, Ohio. So 10.30, there's not really much happening on yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, not so, in this area. Not in this area, no. So I get, it's also winter. It is. It's Yeah, it's... <laughs> That's a good point for this story, too. So, I'm driving, and I'm, like, halfway home, and I get to the intersection. Like, a, it's a major intersection. Yeah. But there's, like, nothing there. There's no, no, no you know, like that time of night. empty fire station and a closed sequence. And a, and a field, a cornfield. Yeah. That, those are the things at that intersection. Yeah. So, I get to the stoplight, and I just, like, look over, and over there on, like, at the crosswalk is Batman in full... Batman head to toe gear and no one else is around like there's no people on any of the four corners there's no car parked anywhere near Batman it's just fucking Batman hanging out on a February night on the in the middle of a small town <laughs> and so now was he waiting for a bus cuz there is a bus stop near there <laughs> I hope so. Because that would be awesome. <laughs> oh. And if he had his bat bicycle with him, he could ride the bus for free. Because you, you said it on the front. So, no, he's just standing there and, like, he's waving as cars go by. Because there's, I mean, there's not a lot of cars. There's, like, there's like me and two other cars. It's not, like, a line of traffic. And so I see him waving at the cars as they go by that are, you know, like, that have the green light. And I like, I'm just like, what? And so, like, he looks over at me and he waves and I wave back. And then I roll down my window and I'm like, hey, can I take your picture? And he goes, sure. <laughs> In that exact voice. <laughs> and then he poses, like he stares at me and he kind of, does like that little half crouch and he puts both of his fists in there like like a boxer in, in his fighting stance and so I pull my phone and I just snap a couple photos and then the light turns green like shortly thereafter and I and I turn and like I wave at him again and he waves again and then he crosses the street like by, like after like I go through the intersection he crosses by me so he's not like he wasn't like waiting in one spot for right for, for very long at least so now that you've told me this story, why did you send me the blurriest fucking picture possible? Well, it was nighttime, and there's no, that's the thing, there's no trap, there's no, like, street light right above where he was at. Yeah. So it was kind of dark, and I, I, like, like, I was like, I'm going to try to get a good one. I should have used the flash, but I don't want to. Well, don't, you don't want to He was in Keystone over. City, yeah. 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 
<laughs> no, it was incredible. It was really cool. Like, you sent me the picture, and, like, I knew what it was instantly, <laughs> but, again, it was blurry. It was a little dark. And dark, and... But you could tell. But, like, I still had to question it, and, and <laughs> like, I didn't want to believe that's what it was, and so my first instinct, outside of old Batman, is, uh... Why is Jason just texting me a picture of a random dude? Am I supposed to recognize that guy? But then I went back to Batman again. <laughs> so you thought Batman when you first saw it? Yes, because you can see the cape and you can see the point. The cow, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like like I saw Batman, and I was like, "Well, who is that?" And I was like, "Well, it is Batman." Yes. <laughs> And your text was like, you know, I'm like two blocks away from your house. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I just took this. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, that can't be. There's no comic convention happening two blocks away from my house at 1030 at night on a Tuesday. Where was he gone? <laughs> there's nothing around there. I mean, there's some bars. Well, I, yeah. But that would not be... You would answer for you wouldn't think that yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, this is just yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was cool though, and like like we're laughing and I'm not laughing at the guy cuz I fucking love that. I love, <laughs> I love that in the middle of fucking it was like 18 degrees or something and he's out there by himself dressed up like Batman. I love that. <laughs> It uh, did remind me of the time that I saw Spider-Man hanging out at the liquor store. <laughs> oh, man. Was that after the Sam Raimi movies came out? The third, the third one? It was, like, two years ago. Oh. Wow. I was, uh, I was uh, eating lunch at, at a diner, and uh, I saw him out there. <laughs> and... Uh, I ate lunch, so, you know, I mean, that took at least half an hour, maybe a little longer, and, uh, I left, and he was still out there, and... Outside the liquor store. Outside the liquor store, which is right next to the diner, and then, so I drove to the Walgreens across the street, and I just watched him for a while, and then I took, like, seven pictures of him, because it's just a dude in a Spider-Man costume. Yeah. And it's... Was he drinking from a... No bottle. No, no. And, and so, so like you, you took the picture of the guy in the Batman costume, but like it's Batman, so you can get away with like armor and like pants, right? And so like like even though it was winter, like he seemed like maybe he could have been warm enough. Yeah, maybe mean, you got the tape. Like yeah. it's padded. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man was just in a Spider Man costume, like just. Spandexy balls, you know, just just hanging out at four in the afternoon in front of a liquor store for an hour. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what was he doing? Just standing there? Yeah. Was it on, like on the phone? Or nope. No. Nope. Just nope. chilling. Just hanging out in the parking lot there. Wow. It, it, he didn't have a sign like, you know, coming to the liquor store. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so might say spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, wow. 
It's great. Yeah. It's good to know he's out there. It, indeed. So, uh, so you, you, uh, you were pointing to, to, oh, just at the back of one of these comics, this Green Arrow comic has a ad for another Atari video game, Lock and Chase. Yeah. That was one of my absolute favorite games. And like when I saw it, I was like, oh, I love this. I was thinking in my mind, I love this game. And as I'm looking at the little like two inch by two inch <laughs> square that actually shows you what the game looks like. Right. I remembered the sounds in that game. Like I could hear them in my head. Like whenever the doors lock and unlock, oh my god, it's like a kind of like a kind of sound like like an arrow, like kind of like a green arrow, yeah. wizard. But oh man, I just loved that game. Like basically, and the great thing, the tagline is "Look out, the police!" or "Lock out the police and grab the gold before the police grab you." So it's like you're the villain and you're like running and trying to steal shit, uh, yeah, hide from the cops. It was a cool game. They say that. Uh, Video games are bad influences <laughs> on children. Right. Not at all. I mean, that's why you live a life of crime now. It's quite possibly. I'd never played that game, but I saw this ad all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. It's a, that and it's a burger game. time. I love burger time. <laughs> never played that either. They have that at DK Effect over there. The oh, arcade yeah. game. Arcade. Arcade bar. Bar, yeah. yeah. I'll never go there, so. Fun game. I'm sure it is, but I'm not going to a bar to go play a game. No. Okay, so I was going to tell you oh, something that happened today that was, oh man, I I would say it's kind of funny, but it was it was kind of depressing. Okay. So, <clears throat> so my wife is pregnant. Sure. And uh, when I get like when I get home, sometimes she's like. All of a sudden, like, has a craving. Sure. And she's like, oh, my God, can you can you go get me this? Because, you know, like, she's feeling kind of sick and doesn't want to leave herself, but then she's super hungry at the same time. So she was craving a very specific thing. She wanted some Wendy's food because uh, she was craving Baconator fries and, like, a cheeseburger and a frosting. All right. And so I was like, you got it. So I drove down the street to the Wendy's, and, I, and like, I pulled in, and there was, like, seriously, there was, like, Eight or ten cars in their drive-thru, just wrapped around the whole building. Sure. And, like, no cars parked anywhere. So I was like, well, there's nobody inside unless they walked there. So I'm just going to go in. And so I walk inside, and I go over to the counter, and I order baconator fries, a junior bacon cheeseburger, and a small frosty. And so the guy's like, 617. And so, Sounds about right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I hand him $7.00. And he just, like, hits the button that cashes up. You know, like, it just opens the register. He doesn't type in, like, what I'm paying with. Right. And then, like, as soon as he hits the cash out button, he goes, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, what? What's happening? And, uh, and he's like, ah, six seventeen. So I gave him the $7. And, and he's like, he's just, like, standing there holding the money, staring at the cash register. And he's like, um... Because it doesn't say, like, okay, how much change is coming back. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Go. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so, like, I, I run a cash register, like, usually five or six days a week. Yeah. And, like, like, shoot me. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna play this ah, game. Okay. Okay. No matter. Please don't make me play. 
No matter, no, no. Okay. No matter what change amount you say, just okay. tell me. I'll tell you how much change you get back from a dollar. Okay? I'm not trying to brag. Sure. I'm just saying, like, this is my job also. Right. The same job that he has. Yes. Okay. So shoot me any number that's less than a dollar. <laughs> 42 cents. So you get back 58 cents. Okay. That took what? About a second? Yeah. Okay. Not bragging again. And the guy is like, 617. You gave me, he's like, you gave, you gave me seven, right? And I was like, I was like, yeah. And I'm, and I'm so I'm like, he gives me 83 cents. So I'm just, I'm just like sitting there, like staring. And, and he's like, oh. And he goes, ah. Oh. oh. Hold on a second. And he like walks away. And he goes over and he gets, the manager. <laughs> this is this is the part where like I'm not I'm no longer like oh this is no longer it's no longer funny it's like actually sad because when the manager comes over he's like you're calling me over to ask me how much change like he's gonna get in so much trouble right <laughs> oh god <laughs> so the manager comes over. <laughs> Oh, so the manager walks over and he goes, "What's the problem?" He goes, "Well, it's six seventeen, and he gave me seven dollars." And the manager goes, "Well, just, just, just give him back, you know, the change." And he's like, "Well, I, I, I'm trying to." And the end of the manager's like, "Well, just give him back." <sighs> Hold on a second. And so he wa- he walks away. He goes around the corner. And he comes back with his phone <laughs> on calculator mode, and he's punching it up, and he goes, "Give him back eighty-three cents." <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like trying not to laugh, but also I'm like, that's sad. It took two people <laughs> and a phone and the cash register. To do what my brain did in one second. And I'm not that smart. Like, that's, that's a key element to the story. I'm not, I'm not a real smart guy. Like, I can't do a lot of math in my head. But that was crazy. And kind of funny, but kind of sad. So I did have to take a second myself. I'm not good at math. Also, sure, I don't deal with people's money on a regular right. basis. Yeah, but me and that guy both do. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe using you still. Yeah. Oh. Like it would. Like I feel if it was me. It would have taken me a depressingly long amount of time to figure it out. Like, five seconds. Maybe longer. Yeah. Ten seconds. But I still would have figured it out. Right, sure. I would not have needed to call my manager. Right. Who should have not needed... Oh my god, right? To also figure it out. With a calculator. Right. It's from... 
Yeah, it's not like it's not like he was like six seventeen, and I gave him like seven forty six because I didn't want pennies back or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, like it was yeah. like from it was from a dollar. You know, it's yeah, like right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like I feel kind of bad even now, like making fun of the guy because maybe he's just not bright. But the situation became weird after he called the manager. Oh right? no, it was absolutely ridiculous at that point. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was absolutely ridiculous that the manager also couldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He had to go get his phone. Yeah. And uh, I should say this, too. Like, I mentioned the drive through is pretty packed. Right, right. But when I went inside, there's no other humans in there. And the guy I was dealing with was just kind of just chilling behind the register. Like, he wasn't doing other stuff. Right. Like, it was like he was, the, you know, the front counter guy. And then, like... Oh, and I forgot about this part, too. This is good, too. So, I ordered my wife's small Frosty. And so, he sets it down on the counter. And, like, say the Frosty cup is, like, five inches tall. Sure. It's, like, it's like seven inches tall because of the amount of Frosty that he put in there. Sure. It's, like, just pouring over the edge. It's right. like a mountain of Frosty coming off the top. And I was like, I was like oh, can, can I get a lid for that? Because I thought maybe they had those, like, slushy-type lids that are... Also tall. And then, like, he handed me just a regular flat lid. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this, I don't think this is going to fit on there. And he's like, well, just eat some off the top. And I was like, well, this is actually not for me. So I'm, I'm like, I can't just, like, eat part of it. And, right. then, and he was like, and he, like, looked at it for a minute. And he just picked up the frosting and threw it in the garbage behind the counter. He's like, well, I'll just make you another one. And so he had to make me another frosty, too, because. Because he made it way too right. too tall. Yeah. Not as amusing. Not as amusing. As the change story. Still amusing. It just made it. It just made the whole experience like more like I was like, what is happening here? Is this uh, this is the Wendy's on the on, Wood, on Woodman over here? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. over by the Goodwill outlet. Yeah, it's uh, both the Wendy's are by Goodwills. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not a great Wendy's. I mean, not that any Wendy's is great, but that's the one of the lower end ones. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, when I got home, though, she said the meal was great. <coughs> that's good. The Baconator fries were awesome. Alrighty. Uh, Frosty was delicious. Everything yeah. was good. So did, they did, did a good job as yeah. far as the preparation. Did, did you tell her the story? Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she also thought it was sad. She's like, yeah, public school today. Yeah. And then we start talking about whether we're going to send their daughter to public school or right, private right. school. Public, because it's free. <laughs> Either you, I you, think, can't, you can't afford. I think they both have, you know. Well, right now we're, we we pay for half of the public school for the boys, yeah. or the private, private school for the boys. So. But they're going to public, you said. Well, for high, school, for high school. For high school. Hey, I went to public school. And you turned out all right. I mean... Take me a minute to figure out eighty three cents, right? But I'd figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. No, I I think that I think the education was all right at the public school I went to. I mean, I don't feel like they really like nurtured a lot of people to to go beyond their means or whatever. But um, but I I yeah I I thought it was all right. I just didn't like it because it was kind of violent and strange. But I didn't have that experience because I went to an all white school. Oh. Yikes. 
I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But, <clears throat> but uh, in retrospect, it was probably a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the idea of the public school is like, you know, just who knows who's going to show up with whatever weapons or whatever, but the private school is also a little more religious than I would like. Sure. I mean, like the kids have to do, like even in like their English class sometimes there's like biblical type things and it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I don't like that. I, I prefer separation between church and state. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, also, you know, I mean, I can't, I mean, I never went to a private school, so I can't say for sure, but, you know, uh, I mean, I can't imagine that there's that much difference in the actual education. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm sure teachers are still getting paid poorly in private schools. Right. Because, I mean. You know, they're run by somebody that has to dole that money out, I, not I, just taxpayer money. I don't, yeah, I don't really get necessarily earlier. I don't know if maybe, like, I don't even know if, if this is what Liz thinks, but maybe the thinking is that if you can afford to pay for private school, maybe, you know, you're, you know, like, spending more on your education and care more about the kids or something. I don't, I don't know. Because, like, me and her both went to public schools. Yeah. And so, you know, it's not like, so we don't know what that's like, but at the same time, she she's pretty not interested in sending her kids to public school. So I I'd be fine with public school. I think public school is perfectly fine. I think uh, I think homeschooling is the one I would avoid because even though that like there's some advantages to that, it's just it creates a level of social awkwardness that even me or you probably right don't don't have to deal with. And where. Super fucking socially awkward. We are weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I would, uh. Going back and relating to the Wendy's games. Oh, yeah. You know. Maybe I should go back up tomorrow and ask him what, kind of, what school did you go to? Uh, and your manager too, because <clears throat> I mean, you know, there is always the factor that you should always think of is that maybe they're just fucking dumb. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> that's possible. I mean, dumb people do exist in the world. Yeah, and if you need proof, I mean, we're two of them. Watch people. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we're dumb. I'm like, oh, I'm not, and like. Please don't think I'm think- I'm saying like I'm not better than that guy, yeah. but I'm like, I'm like that's what he does right. like all day. I'm guessing you know I don't maybe it was his first day. He didn't say maybe it was his first day or something. The the dumb that you and I have though is is like I said earlier we're idiots. Sure. Uh, <laughs> like we just I think we play up our stupidity. To, hey, to make each other laugh. Sure. Uh, but we embrace it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think, honestly, I think just, I, I'm going to assume, maybe I'm wrong, uh, that, that these two Wendy's employees were youngish 
Yeah, I mean, the manager was older than the other guy, but right. the, the other guy looked like he was probably around 20. Yeah, right. and then the manager looked like he was probably like probably close to my age, like late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, I definitely do think that the generation behind us and subsequently, you know, are just getting dumber and dumber. But doesn't every generation say that, though, about their... Yeah, but, but there, there's so much more proof. Well, it's all on the internet now, yeah. There's video of everything. <laughs> that is also true. <clears throat> yeah, uh, okay, so there's a podcast that I used to listen to when I had a job that I could listen to podcasts, and it's called uh, Dumb People Town, where they would read news stories about people just doing dumb fucking shit. Right, yeah. Uh, and, and every episode, they pose the question, you know, like, are people getting dumber? And they would ask their guests, you know, do you think people are getting dumber? Or is it that we just have so much more exposure to the dumb shit that people do? Oh, yeah. That, like... Anything that anyone does now is documented. Right. M- and instantaneously, you know. Right, right. Except for this. This will come out like next week. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I... Like, like I was... Like I was saying before, like that that's the kind of story that makes me feel like you know, like laughing but also kinda of like like crying. Oh yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh I mean it's it's like I feel bad for that dude. Because he clearly uh, like he either clearly is just A just bad at his job or B he after that experience he's probably like, Oh man, I like I feel dumb, you know. So like he couldn't have I Again, I, so I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm just hearing your side of the story. Right. I would imagine that he did not even think about it the rest of the day. Right. It was just like, well, that's what happens. Yep. When I hit that wrong button. Yep. Yeah, he learned nothing from that experience. Yeah. I this manager also did not. Right. Uh, and, and I think... If anything, he might have, the cashier might have learned, like, I need to get me one of them phones. Right. Yeah. It's got a fucking calculator in it. <laughs> Well, he probably has his phone. He's just not allowed to carry it with him, right? Because he's at work. He's not a manager. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like, I mean, when I do something really dumb, like that's pretty much all I ever think about for the rest of my life. It's just that one fucking dumb thing that I do. Right. And then they accumulate, so I'm just constantly always thinking about all the dumb fucking like, things that I've done. Toggling a, a, on a limitless... Uh, yeah. Usually as I'm trying to... Sit. Oh. 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 That sucks. <laughs> well, hopefully this guy sleeps well tonight. Yeah. But maybe maybe tomorrow he types in the amount of money that is tendered. And then... You know. And, like, I honestly... I hope, I hope that at some point tomorrow... I forget how much change I owe a guy for a second, <laughs> just so I don't feel like I'm falsely superior acting right, right. or something. Because because I don't I don't mean to, to say that like like I was just trying to prove a point that you know if you're a cashier and you deal with that, it seems like it would just kind of be natural at some point, right? Like to, you know how much change to make. I mean, it's it's we all have off days, yeah, and I'm sure you. Probably had that experience. Sure. Right? Yeah. Where, where oh, yeah. We just blank for right. a second. Yeah. Uh, but, but that seems more like a more than a blank. Yeah. I mean, 
and, it's and a blank mind. And especially since it was like more than one person, it just, it right. just, it was, you know, it was just depressing. Yeah. yeah. So you know, let's partially blame the educational system. Let's partially blame just society in general. I know. I'm gonna teach. She's gonna be a math fucking whiz. I'm gonna. Be, I'm gonna drill her every day. Be like, what's what's 100 minus 17? <laughs> Not fast enough. Psh! <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then she'll just have um, just monkeys to teach when when she's old, enough. right? Because everyone else will not be <laughs> drilling their kids. <laughs> Oh. You're just gonna be a YouTube star. Yeah, yeah. right. I've, oh yeah, I've heard that a lot. Kids, <laughs> that's like one of the most popular. Because um, like at the at the school, the kids go to sometimes they're like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And it used to be like astronaut and cop. Sure. Like the the popular most popular answer that most people say is YouTube star. Yeah. Like, like the, that's it's like, not a thing. It's like, <laughs> there's a few people that make a lot of money just doing YouTube videos, but yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's ridiculous enough when we were kids that we said comic book artists. Right? <laughs> like, oh, you. <laughs> and clearly, we've seen how that worked out for us. Uh, you're not rich from this? Well, we're not making comic art. That's true. We're just talking about oh, yeah. art. Well, there's our problem. I was yeah. doing comic art earlier this morning. It was pretty great. Oh, I was outside. It it been a few days for me, and then at like eight thirty this morning, I was listening to Pink Floyd and drawing comics. So yes. It was pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I was at work. Yeah, and then, then later on, I helped somebody through an existential crisis. Oh, yes. that's, that's always good. Uh, that's always good. Sure. Yeah. It's, actually, it's, it's really not great. Oh. Boss comes in almost for night. Yeah. Well, I hope that gets better. Yeah, that sounds. I can call Batman. Sure. Do you think he can help? Probably. Batman always helps. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, speaking of comic book art. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I have two books in mind. I'm still toggling between one of them I know you have, one I know you don't. Uh, Again, when I surprise you. You could surprise me. And honestly. So, so I'll pick the one that I don't think you have, okay. and if you veto it, I'll pick the one that I know you have. So, so here's the reason that I think the only reason I think you might possibly veto it. I'll tell you this information. So I, ahead of, ahead of, okay. So, so you because you had mentioned this in our break mm-hmm. uh, that that you had two in mind. One that I've never heard of. I would, I would, I would bet money you've never heard of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but never anything about vetoing. Well, so if I've never heard of it, well, less likely to veto. Well, I don't want to get yelled at whenever we record, <laughs> so I'll tell you the reason that you, you, if you'd been like, if I'd have known this, I would have vetoed it. I'll tell you that piece of information. Is it by a pedophile? I mean, not, not that I know of. Okay, because I won't read a book by a pedophile. So it is a graphic novel. Okay, but it is the first in a trilogy. Okay. So, like, they're all, like, they're not standalone stories, but they're meant to be separate pieces, but they're a trilogy of one okay. one thing. So, so, like, I know sometimes we'll read some, and if it has, like, a, if it has, like, a, not a clear ending, we get kind of annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 
both of us do. Sure. Not just you. And I've never read this, so I don't know exactly how clear-cut each ending is. Okay. But I think they're all, like, you know... It's, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, I mean, you know, okay, it's in, in, in our defense, uh, you know, like our, our previous uh, book was Gideon Falls, right. which was volume one, right. and it ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it kind of, it's not like a satisfying, you know, bow tie ending, but it's right. obviously like, oh, there's like a season break or whatever. Right, right, yeah. So I'm thinking that's what this would be. Let's hope. Okay, yeah. so it is called The Disappearance of Charlie Butters okay. by Zach Wharton. Alrighty, you're right. I've never heard of this. What do you think? I've never heard of it, so I can't read that. Oh, okay. Sweet. Alright. So that's what we're going to read then. The Disappearance of Charlie Butters. Yeah. Is this a South Park thing? <laughs> no. Okay, good. Then, then definitely not Vito. It's a Canadian cartoon. Oh, Vito. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Zach Warden? Zach Wharton. Wharton. There's there's an H in the Zach, but no H in the Wharton. Okay. So W O R T O. I don't approve of any of these. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I guess I'll read that. Sweet. Alright. Alright. That's what we're doing then. Cool. Alright. Alright. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there and you can't make change, call Batman. He's out there. He's a block away. <laughs> I didn't even remember. It's true. Alrighty. Bye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.